special training we're going to talk about for a minute. Um, I got to talking to Belle yesterday, and is the green sheet has come up so many times. And she's she and I were talking, and I thought, wouldn't that be a great idea to have the person that got, I don't know, Belle, let's brag on you a minute. You I'm give permission to tell everybody uh what your numbers were and have been and how this works. And then I what she's gonna do is she's gonna share with you some specifics. We can throw, throw some questions out, you know, like, how do you get the green sheet? How do you, what's the questions that you ask? What are you doing? How do you have the, all the things you're probably wondering in your mind, today she's going to pour them out. So just get ready to take some notes. And so, Belle, come on up here. Let's talk about you. Hey, Diane. Um, thank you for your patience. I um, uh, had some computer issues, so I'm now on Jake's on Jake's uh, Zoom here, and he's he's uh, rescuing me. So um, so when Michelle was talking earlier, if people need help with things, I need help with a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> my son and my husband definitely help me out a lot with that. Um, so one of the things I learned is um, so so last year I did um, about two and a half million in annuities. The year before, uh, two and a half million. Year before that, just shy of a million. But I started out just like everyone else. And I remember in the beginning, um, that fear of how do I do this? What does it look like? Um, I remember when they would ask me, you know, during my appointments, when my coaches and mentors would ask me, did you ask about safe money? And I would say no. And the reason I didn't ask wasn't because I was afraid they wouldn't tell me. I was afraid they would tell me, and then I wouldn't know what to do next. And so um, I had that fear of, of not knowing what to do, not knowing how to help, that fear of I'm going to wreck somebody's financial future that is beyond my scope. And the only part of that that was true was the fact that it's beyond my scope. But that doesn't mean it's not beyond the scope of all the resources that we have. And so I made it a point to get with Chris Norris at every national convention, every major event that I went to that he was at, you know, those pop-up meetings all across the country, oftentimes Chris Norris is there. And whenever I was at a place where he was, I made it a point to have a lunch with him, to, to have a sidebar with him, to have a few minutes of his time and ask him questions on what can I do in the home to be better prepared for this. And so throughout that journey of going from afraid to ask the questions to top annuity producer year after year, this is some of the things I've learned and some of the tools I use and that I still use. And it is the building blocks that even if you just got your license yesterday, you can go out there today and implement this and help people with their retirement and with annuities. So I want to encourage you guys that if you're new on here, or maybe you've been here a while, but you're still new to the annuity side of things, you can go out there today and help people with this because you don't have to know everything. You just need to be a finder and a connector. And Bruno, can I, um, can I share my screen on here? Do I have the ability to share screen? Absolutely. All right. So I'm going to bring up a few slides, um, get get my nerd on here. Let me see if I can uh, work Jake's setup here. Man, he is bossed. He's got, to, if y'all could see what's going on in his desk. Let's see here. Let me know if you guys can see. Um, oops, that's not the right one. So let me stop the share. 
Okay. Yeah. If it, how do I choose the screen? Cause you got several of them. Okay. All right. There we go. <laughs> Let me move this out of the way here. It's showing my email, babe. I think it's, do you guys see just the slideshow or do you see email? I see the you do slideshow. See your slideshow you just have I'm to sorry, start it. Okay. You see your PowerPoint in its edit form. And then all you gotta okay, do yeah. is. All right. I got gotcha. you. So that's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can't start it there. Okay, technical difficulties, we're moving this with this. So again, finder and connector. And the first thing I do want to highlight is the difference between um, an annuity and an IUL. Because a lot of times when people are in the home and they are finding resources, the, they're confused on, is this an IUL candidate or is this an annuity candidate? And just the basic concept of the IUL versus the annuity, an IUL will help build a retirement nest egg, right? An IUL can help build a retirement nest egg. An annuity protects a nest egg that is already built. And, and don't be confused on, on how much a nest egg is. A nest egg could be 15,000 in an old 401k that they don't work there anymore. You know, it, it could be 30,000 in an old 401k. That can be a nest egg that is already built, right? And IUL helps build a, a separate nest egg, a tax-free retirement account. So, so um, just know at its essence, these are what these products are doing. Now, whether it's an appropriate fit for someone, it goes beyond that. I'm not going to get into IULs today. Joe does an amazing job on that on Tuesdays. Um, so just keep that in mind. Annuities protect the nest egg. IULs build a nest egg. So the first step in being able to help anyone with an annuity or an IUL for that matter, is you got to find the money. You got to find the money. And a lot of us use the green sheet in our appointments to help organize our information. And it's a great place to write that stuff down. But I want to go over how to properly use the green sheet. It's not just a form where we're checking the boxes and going like from here to here to here to here. If, if you don't use this appropriately in the way you conversate in the appointment, um, you can get the cart before the horse and you can get people clamming up on you quick, right? So when you get to this point in the appointment, you should have already done bond and rapport, building relationship. Um, this is the part where you're getting those questions from the Your Financial Picture page. And so I, I want to caution you, don't go in order of the green sheet. I never go in order of the green sheet. And the reason is... Um, this was developed by the financial advisors there at, at, at our wealth management department. They run financial advising appointments. People that book with them are there for an appointment on financial advice. We run insurance appointments. People book with us for insurance information. If we go trying to get financial information before we can tie it into the insurance purpose, People will clam up and they won't understand why we're asking those questions. And those are sensitive questions. So on my next slide here, the order that I gather the information is the order that I would need it as an insurance professional. I go in that order and then I fill it in on the green sheet in the order that I need it, not in the order listed there. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the analogy of the frog in the water. Frogs are amphibious. They they are um, they are 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 ex very much impacted by their environment. 
So if you take a frog and you and you move it from one environment to another, if that environment is starkly different, that frog will notice a change and start to react and fight back. So we use the analogy of the frog in the water, right? If a frog is put in a pot of hot water, it will notice it's hot and it will jump out immediately. But if you put a frog in a pot of water that is ambient temperature and you just slowly turn up the heat, that frog acclimates to that water as it gets hotter. And the next thing you know, you're boiling the frog and it never fought back. Well, this is kind of the same thing. I'm gonna start with very um, you know, non-invasive questions, questions that we already have the answer to right on the, on the lead, right? So it says here, your name is William. Do you go by William or do you go by Bill? Do you go by Will, right? I'm gonna dig it. How do you spell that? Um, okay, age and date of birth. Um, I don't know if any of y'all have sat with people who, you know, I'm 72 and then they tell you their date of birth and they're actually 76, right? They just forgot. It it happens. I, you know, I forget and I'm not in my 70s yet. So make sure you get age and date of birth, um, tobacco use, height, weight, all the basic stuff there. And then I'm going to move on to major medical, major medical. And if you notice on the green sheet, this is information at the bottom of the green sheet, right? But it's the most pertinent information for me as an insurance agent. And that's the conversation they're expecting to have. So it, we're following along a pattern that makes sense for the type of appointment we're running. Major medical events and diagnosis. Have you ever had stroke? Have you ever had cancer? Those things people generally will talk about. They don't consider it too personal or anything like that. It's just major events, you know. And then I go a little deeper. Um, okay, prescriptions. Are you prescribed any medications? What have you been prescribed in the last 10 years? right? I want to go back a while. Don't ask, are you taking anything? That is the worst question because they believe if they're not swallowing it, therefore it doesn't count. The insurance company won't care. Yeah, I'm prescribed blood pressure meds, but I don't take it. Like somehow people think that that's better for them than not, you know, oh, I'm not compliant with the medical need that the doctor says I have. So anyways, um, get the list of, of everything they're prescribed. Any surgeries? Have you ever had any surgeries? Current coverage. I love this question because a lot of times people freak out if they find out the client already has insurance. All that means is they've answered one of your categories before you got to it. You're going to ask them anyways, right? Having current coverage, again, the analogy I use, if somebody already has a policy, that's like a woman saying, I already have a pair of shoes. We're going to get more. We have different shoes for different events, for different reasons, right? Okay, so you have a policy. Great. Let's dig into that, right? We just did a small section on that with, with veterans. So you're going to dig into that. It's not a barrier. It's a data point. It's not a barrier. It's just a data point. And so the most important part when it comes to annuities is income and occupation. And when I get to this part, and each section when I do this, guys, in the home, I say out loud the section we're on. I'm a nerd like this. Okay, guys, we're gonna get some basic information from you so we can make sure to go through everything and make sure we're finding the right fit for you and your family. So, and that's where I saw, okay, major medical events, have you ever had? All right, prescriptions in the last 10 years, what all have you been prescribed, whether you take it or not? Have you ever had any surgeries? Okay, do you have any current coverage in place? Um, any burial plans, um, any, any life insurance, any long-term care? Do you have any plans in place right now? Okay, income and occupation. What do you do for a living? And that's how it starts. Not just label out loud in conversation what section we're going through. And by the time we get to income and occupation, they've told you everything. They're going to continue to tell you things. 
So income and occupation. So here are some key questions and you guys can take a picture of this. I'm not necessarily going to hit every one of these for the sake of time. We'd be in trouble. Um, but if they're retired, this is how we break down their financials if they're retired. Um, if they're still working that on the other side, that's how you break that down. Just knowing how much someone makes a month does not give you enough detail to serve them even for their insurance needs right? Um, you got to know where it comes from. You got to know like what, what else does it have any strings attached? You know, is it a pension? If it's a pension, does it have survivor benefits, right? Survivor benefits is how much of it continues for a spouse. And if they don't know, encourage them, you know, like implore them as someone who cares, you really need to call your, your provider and find that out because the last thing you want to happen to Sarah is for her to wake up the day after something happens to you and realize half that income is now gone. That's the worst time to find that out. So you guys want to find that out ahead of time so you can be prepared, right? Social security, how much of it's social security? Because we know social security, when one spouse dies, the surviving spouse is going to have to choose between their benefit and the spouse's benefit. Everybody chooses whichever one's bigger, but that means the household loses the other social security. So where the money comes from matters. It matters for the insurance appointment. Um, so is it a pension? And I put an asterisk by that because people often don't understand the difference between a pension and draws from an IRA. They just label it all pension. So is it actually a pension, just a monthly amount for the rest of your life, no matter what? Or is it draws from an account that you are drawing down or drawing from that has the lump sum that will be inherited if something happens to you? What type of account is it? Is it an IRA? Is it a Roth IRA? Is it an old 401k? A lot of people don't know old 401ks become IRAs when you no longer work there, right? Um, so what kind of account is it? Has it gone up and down lately? Well, that's the only two ways money can go up and down. So the answer to that's always yes. Has it gone up and down much lately? And then how much do you need each month to live on? On both sides, I asked that question, whether they're still working or whether retired, how much does your household need to do the basics? Roof over your head, food on the table, lights on, you know, car insurance, like if you had to cut out your luxuries, how much a month do you guys need to live on? Because that's how much we got to make sure is here if one of you are not. See, that's all part of the insurance appointment. But I've just gathered all the other information I would need to circle back to have a discussion about safe money. So once I've gotten that information, once we've done the main thing, we've done the insurance, we circle back and say, hey, so earlier you mentioned you had that, that um, investment account, that retirement account that's gone up and down. Did you know? You know, it's gone up. These are the key concepts that I use when talking to the clients and they're very basic, very basic. It's gone up and down. How much of that can you afford to lose? We know the market last year lost between 20 and 30%. And I know for young workers, Eh, that's that's a that's a knock on the chin, but it's not going to kill them. For those of us that are retired, that's a throat punch, and that could devastate the longevity of our resources. How much of that can you afford to lose? Did you know there are ways to allocate your resources that guarantee no losses, but can still get really good growth when the market's up? Guaranteed in writing. 
Let's get you scheduled to see what a plan like that would look like for you and see if that's something that would help you out. And that's it. It's those three questions at the end of the appointment that get the follow-up appointment. That's all it is. Let's get you scheduled to see what a plan like that would look like for you and see if this is something that would help you out. We And that's when you edify our wealth management department. You edify them. They're going to do the heavy lifting. You've already found out all the information about that family. You found out the financials. You found out the needs. You can complete the green sheet on there. You can add more detail if you need to on. And then you go ahead while in the appointment. Let's get you scheduled, right? You're going to go on to the connections tab on the ARC. You're going to go on to the BAM calendar. You're going to find one of the advisors there. And you are going to go ahead and book an appointment on their calendar. And then you're going to come back to that client and you're going to be there for that appointment. Now, one of the things I say after I book the appointment is, you know, to make this appointment go efficiently and quickly, it would help if they could do the data entry ahead of time. Do you have a quarterly statement or an old statement um, that I could use to get that data over to them so they can have it all plugged in so that when we have the appointment, we can just get right into how this can help you and what benefits are there instead of spending half the time on data entry. And nine times out of 10, they will grab me a statement or they'll email it over because a lot of them have digital statements online, right? And they'll email it over. But I do that after I book the appointment because I'm showing them it's a service to them to give us that information ahead of time so that ah, we don't have to waste time on data entry during the appointment. And I've just edified the people there at BAM, you know, they're, they're wealth management specialists. They, they like that is their focus on helping people not lose the money and protecting what they've already got. I've been doing it for, for, you know, decades among them. And um, if I can get you a 20 minute spot, I mean, their, their time's booked up really quick, you know, very much, but if I can get you a 20 minute spot, you know, uh, would you be interested in seeing what a plan look like? Cause now you're edifying that it's, it's, it's time sensitive. And then, oh, to save time, they don't have to waste half of your precious 20 minutes on data entry. Why don't you get me that statement so that they can have that done ahead of time and we can just go right in how we can serve you. So guys, that's it in a nutshell. Um, I think, you know, anybody, let me stop the share here. Anybody on this call, whether you are new or you've, you know, been here for years can pick this up and, and run with that. Um, the key to, to remember is just go do before I could be the number one annuity producer, I had to be the number one messer upper of annuity appointments. And I had to be the number one messer upper of getting the appointment. So don't be afraid if they say no, don't be afraid to, to mess it up because you're going to learn. So what could I have said differently? How could I have said it differently? You, you have to get at bats. You have to get enough at bats to get good at it. So be the chief finder, be like a, a, like, I don't know what those dogs are that, you know, like a foxhound or something, be the chief finder of opportunities and then leverage that opportunity to learn. So that's what I have this morning. Can I help you? I sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's T-I-M-E-W-I-T-H-F-I-T-Z.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic and pick a time and we'll meet. 
If you're not an agent with The Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you soon.